0: Go retweet it. Mm. Is, is the music good? Are you guys jamming? Because I uh, can't hear it.
1: Jamming. <laughs> oh, you you can't hear?
0: No, I have no idea what's playing or when it's done or anything oh, yeah, at great. all. Oh,
2: it's we're jamming out. It's it's, it's mellow, but it's jammish. Nice. That's
0: I'm that's going. what that's what we need. Ryan uh, deemed this day good vibes Friday, so let's uh, keep it that way. on the denver sports podcast
1: quit the cast for that undertaking
0: (laughs) 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 all right before we get going wgt golf is the game to play on your phone or computer it's the most popular golf game in the world and in the dmvr community so many of you have joined us in that game that we've had to open a third DNVR clubhouse each clubhouse holds up to 250 people, so there's so many DNBR members playing WGT golf. Stop feeling left out and download WGT and join the DNBR3 clubhouse by going to dnvrgolf.com. We have tournaments within the DNBR community every weekend, and one starts tonight, of course, so don't forget to go to dnvrgolf.com to download that today. Welcome into the Denver Sports Podcast, presented by the one and only... Breckenridge Brewery, the Let's official go. beer of the MBR. We need some air horns. I don't there we, go. we need the energy lift. There we go. Drew's <laughs> already drinking, drinking a Breck brew.
2: I can't believe Drew's being celebrated for drinking a beer at noon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the world
3: we live in watch the I was going to say you can't <laughs> <laughs> Well I mean I can.
2: I can imagine well, him being tolerated but he's being uplifted for, we, the rest of us were shamed for not drinking a beer at noon
0: <laughs> Yo have you guys but speaking of for, first we got to give a shout out Strawberry Sky is amazing but yep, yep. also you can't be watching the Avs kick ass in round one without drinking an Avalanche Ale. So, if you don't have any, check out Breckenridge Brewery for round two to grab your Avalanche Ale. Or you can check out their beer locator on their website so that you can find wherever you can get Breck Brews closest to you. But has anyone seen the new uh, Broncos beer yet? Because the can looks amazing.
2: No, there's I a new Broncos know. beer?
0: Yes, they. I don't know if they've officially released it, but they and have just did? it. <laughs> no, they, like, I, gonna nah, say. I just broke the news for it. Um, <laughs> no, they have teased it, and the the can. There's pictures of them. Let me see if I can find it. I Let's saw talk about
1: your sp- breakfast, a spiced pumpkin latte beer, this oh, morning. Yeah? Come in, so that uh, would be appropriate to drink at this time. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. A little PSL. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
0: Uh, when you look when you google it it's still the orange united and orange but go it's somewhere on Twitter it's amazing it looks really dope
1: somewhere on Twitter nice
0: somewhere yeah, on Twitter dope. I Twitter <laughs> Sorry, I should have been more prepared and had that one up I didn't think I would talk about it but it's just it's so cool but we do have that pumpkin spice one I'm excited to try it out because I've only I've only ever seen it I haven't tried it out but of course Breck brew is amazing so Go check out the beer locator PSPs. and find yourself some Breck Brew or come down to the DMVR bar. We have eight Breck Brews on tap. But I'm your host, Ali Monroy, and with me today I've got AJ Hayfly in that corner, Andre Simone in that corner, nice. um, Drew Creasman. I can't get this right. <laughs> i pointed at every wrong person. <laughs> and Eric Weedham, D line co here. We it's a busy day at DNVR. We're all swamped. So this is gonna be a quick show. We're gonna to get to all of the Denver sports news we have going on. We have all four sports to talk about today, but it will be a quick one. We gotta start off with the ABS securing a trip to round two after scoring 14 goals in the last two games of their first round series against the Coyotes. Let's go over that series real quick before moving on to the next matchup. AJ, what was your favorite part? Of the round one series,
4: it ending, just getting it over with, <laughs> getting those not having those not having to watch it. those damn scrubs anymore. The <laughs> abs were the abs were so much better than those guys that not having to deal with that anymore is going to be nice. Getting on to round two, where a proper NHL team is allowed to to be on the ice against Colorado, will be a nice. It'll up the ante a little bit. Uh, get the get the blood pressure going, you know.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, what about? Their play was your favorite part. Um. <laughs> People are uh, laughing at you just saying it ended. <laughs> like I was like Honestly, excited for a good answer. there. you're like I mean, it ended. Uh,
1: can we acknowledge uh, HHS just murdering the Coyotes on our live stream just
0: now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> just quickly, just dismissing them as a non-NHL. R.I.P. You know. Yeah, I mean,
4: a joke. It was a joke, dude. Yeah. Um. Honestly, on ice, I guess my favorite part would just be that the power play was good. It was good It was good throughout the series, even though everybody, everybody that wanted to talk to me about the abs continued to complain about the power play, because I guess for the first four games, they weren't paying attention. And then game five, they were like, oh, hey, look, it scored goals. That means it's good. And whatever. I'm happy that it's, I mean, it's tops in the NHL now. That was fun but again when you're doing it against a JV squad that doesn't belong it's really just you know was it was it really just practice like a really glorified practice that'll count in the in the, in the books
0: we're talking about <laughs> practice
2: <laughs> my yeah. favorite part my favorite part was that after what was it game what, what was the one game that the was it game two that uh, you had the coyotes goalie standing on his head
4: game the, well that was like games one, two, and three. But which, yeah. which, which was the game? Game Three the, was the one they won. The
2: 50th yeah. game, okay. yeah. Game was so game. Yeah, game four. I came in and guy producer guy was like, oh, "I'm pretty nervous." Like nobody. We had the shirt to launch, and everyone was like, "We can't get too ahead of ourselves." I'm like, "You guys, they're gonna score five. They're gonna win by five goals this game." And I was wrong. we were this, they won all by six. over
4: the pod that <laughs> night. The after game after the game three loss, Rudo and I went on the pod. It was it was as one of our listeners dubbed it 19 minutes of hate <laughs> uh, as, True. as I, I, I basically love
0: producing those shows by the way they are so entertaining and we've got here are very interested to see how denim daddy gets worked into this pod you just worked it into this pod yeah,
4: yeah. there you go that easy <laughs> I uh, honestly it was obvious it was obvious to us to, to rudo and myself that they were gonna smash the rest of that series no kidding and and people were like People were like, "Oh my gosh!" But this one <laughs> historical time that I can think of, like, you know, why you can name that one time it happened because it happened once, <laughs> right? Because it sticks out. You don't think about all the other times in which a guy has one or two great performances and then gets smoked and gets left in the dust. Like, okay, it's just like no that they were they were bad. They were getting blown out. They had a heroic performance. One time that that bailed them out, it was not going to continue. It most definitely did not continue. No, and we got double Brazils out of it, which was pretty delightful.
0: <laughs> pretty delightful. No, for the "Carry Me Home" shirt that we released, it just you—they wanted to release it in the middle of the second and third period. Yeah, that's right. And with hockey, at that point, I think we were talking in the first period. With hockey, you never know what can happen. I so know. We like, I know it was Whoa. happening. <laughs> Maybe. Let's not. Let's just wait until after. It'll still be a great feeling. But hockey, you literally never know. There are six overtimes in one of the games this round. Yeah,
4: look at last night's game between Dallas and Calgary. Calgary scores three goals in the first six and a half minutes and loses seven to three. So- That's
0: why, Eric. Don't hit me with that. You knew they were going to win. It was just uh, maybe if we release this and then the Coyotes come and score seven goals, or everyone's going to blame us. <laughs> uh, please
3: at, please don't ever release a new shirt in the middle of a Rockies game. Ever, please. Oh, <laughs> by a, the way. I'm sorry. Why? Because I,
2: I might ch- change the luck and they'll win. What's the issue? <laughs>
3: hmm
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> For people watching the live stream, these are our two new shirts, the Carry Me Home one that I was talking about. That is amazing. The Sombor Shuffle, though, is amazing as well. Yes. And then we've got these we've got these Rockies one Larry Walker Hall of Fame and Colorado Rakes, even though they, they don't really rake right now.
3: Hey, the bats weren't the problem the last few days. Eight and six runs. That wasn't the issue.
0: <laughs> well, we will get to more Rockies talk in a bit. But, AJ, all right, we talked about what your favorite part was. What's something you think the Ev's need to work on heading into the next round? Anything?
4: No. <laughs> Any,
0: anything? <like> <laughs> anything at all?
4: Honestly, their five v five play was dominant. Their PK was virtually perfect. Their power play was excellent. I that was as dominant of a playoff series as you will ever see in your life.
1: How about even the faceoffs looking good, huh?
4: I mean, they're a mediocre face-off team these days. It's just one of those things that, again, we like to complain about because we've been doing it for a long time. Mm. That even in even in the face of, of 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 data that suggests we might be wrong, we have to continue to be upset
1: about it.
0: <laughs> we've got uh, Colorado TRV saying stop turning it over in their own zone. That's Travis, right? Yes.
4: I mean, I can count on one hand the number of times that it happened in like meaningful ways in that series. So,
0: but when they I'm they're so worried. dominant, I'm... you have to pick at the little things that they can improve on. Yeah, so that there I mean, aren't those little mistakes—they like, weren't, they
4: weren't, they weren't perfect. But I mean, you're never going to be against any team as we just saw. If you couldn't be perfect against those guys, you never, you never will be. So it's it's fine. Like they. It was, it's 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 it really is it's, it's, it's fine. fine.
0: It's okay. <laughs> All right. Like
4: whatever 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 anybody has decided to be upset about about that series, they're overblowing.
0: 14 goals in 2 games. Like wow, they really they killed it. They hadn't yeah. scored 7 goals <clears throat> in a playoff game since 2002. Pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean,
4: oh. they they only gave up what Six goals in the series. Yeah, six. I think is seven goals because one of them I was four. To... Right. One
1: oh, of yeah. them was four with the empty netter. Yeah, they had
4: two empty two empty netters in game three, and they scored two real goals.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We I'm got just Travis, watching here's... the doggo. Saying, I mean, I don't think anyone is upset. Allie just asked the question, and, and that was his <laughs> yeah, response. Yeah, I mean, we even um, They
4: played, they played as well as you possibly can.
0: Michael saying, AJ is on one today.
4: It's playoff. AJ is. I'm on one
1: every day.
0: <laughs> With that, we're yeah, going to so move on to the next series. The, Erdray, do you goalies have a
1: had six goals scored on them, and then eight in the whole series. But two of those came on empty netters. So yeah, not bad. Did they even face like twenty shots and? In- in multiple games that series? Yeah. That was insane.
4: I think three of the games, they got 20 shots. Congratulations. All right,
0: AJ, well. the Avs are playing. The, stars, the Dallas Stars, we, it was just announced, you let us know in our Slack just a few minutes ago. Avs Stars game one is tomorrow at 6 p.m. Crazy the turnaround on that. I thought at least it would be Monday, um, but maybe this will make it so that it doesn't... Um, interfere with nuggets so then we have one every other day which you know would be great because that way we can pack this place with 50 people covid regulations apply. it would also be
2: nice it would also be nice for us to do a uh post-game show without people screaming 10 times in a row for goals that are continually scored. The
0: Nuggets guys and Eric <laughs> the, included the Nuggets were try winning ball games. They did.
2: They're one and one. What are you talking about? So
0: Eric and the Nuggets guys, were, they were doing their post-game show. They're talking about what went wrong and all of a sudden <laughs> there's like four goals scored and they're yeah. like, really? Like, yeah. yay Avs, but like, ugh, what is going yeah, like, re- on?
2: Read the room, Avs, come on. <laughs>
0: they Um, did and
2: that's why they made it a better room not for us not for us
0: we did not run out of goal shots this time around for anyone curious we were prepared after the first 7-1 game for the abs but all right aj abs stars is there anything you're concerned about in this matchup how do you feel about it
4: um i'm picking the abs in five
0: in five okay
4: yeah they're like a souped-up version of, of Arizona, but not so souped up. I'm all that worried about it. Uh, I've been hating on the Stars this entire time. They got kind of a free pass into into the series because uh, Calgary loses their best player at the beginning of the series, and they don't have a real NHL-caliber goaltender in net. So pretty good pretty good matchup for them. Um, now they're going to have to actually go against a real goaltender and an, and a team that doesn't suck. So, uh, good luck with that, Dallas. I think I think Colorado should have a pretty easy time with Dallas. I just don't think Dallas is very good.
0: Okay, we got uh, Michael asking: Is that with or without Bishop?
4: So far, it's been without Bishop. Um, if Bishop if Ben Bishop plays, it changes it because Ben Bishop is very good and kind of has Colorado's number historically. But uh, as long as he's not playing and could opens the net, I like Colorado's chances.
0: The Avs did play the Stars in the round robin and beat them.
4: Yeah, beat them 4-0 in a game that was not competitive. Seems pretty good.
0: Also, a team that doesn't give up three-goal leads willy-nilly. Yeah, Colorado
4: does not give up uh,
1: very many three-goal leads. Calgary, man, they blew it yesterday. Yeah, they did.
0: If you are watching and you're a hockey fan in general – AJ and Andre recorded a podcast yesterday on DNVR bets daily, talking about what you should bet on um, on the NHL playoff series moving forward. Yeah. definitely go check that out. But you know, with that, can what you, a smooth transition. Oh, can you bet on spinning goals?
1: No, no spinning goal props. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that's something
0: we have to have a conversation with DraftKings about.
3: Something uh, over under one point five spinning goals.
1: Does it what is no. is point 0.5
2: a spinning goal is it a half spin?
1: <laughs> can't do it. Yeah. it. Has to be in the box but <laughs> yes. Yeah, that it. was a
0: very serious yeah. <laughs> yeah. <yep. laughs> right well with that it's a perfect transition let's move on before we get into some Denver Nuggets talk DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you in the center of the action for the NBA playoffs to celebrate basketball's first round DraftKings is giving you an amazing free bet offer for every day that you bet at least $20 on basketball they'll give you a $10 free bet head to the app right now and check out all they have to offer including player props quarter by quarter betting and so much more Dre give us one bet that intrigues you for today you guys already reported. To DNVR bets daily. So for a lot more detail about that, go check that out. But Dre, give me yeah, one. Yeah,
1: I mean both the over here, where offenses have kind of been unleashed, and both the Jazz and Nuggets don't really have a an answer defensively for how to stop the other team's strength. Um, and I think that's even more so the case with Mike Conley in the game today. Um, I think the over is a safe bet, especially under 220 points. And you know, Jokic really needs to score for this team to do anything. So Him going over 23 and a half points seems like a a safe bet as well especially at basically even money at minus 110.
0: i think you give me more than one but okay (laughs) (laughs) that's how i do it there you go people Um, Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code DNVR when you sign up. Like I mentioned, for a limited time, all new users can get a $10 free bet when placing a bet on $20 or more on all first-round playoff action. Use the code DNVR. Must be 21 or older, Colorado. Only other terms and conditions Conditions and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. And of course, if you have a gambling problem, be sure to call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero. Eric, are you there? You're kind of freezing, and we're about to talk. Yeah, about
2: I, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can I can. I
0: can hear you. You're just a little. Great you're a little desire. frozen. Right, well,
2: who, who wants to see me anyway? That's really nice. Uh, that's exactly. not why I'm here on Earth. Is for people to look at me.
0: <laughs> okay there we go but your your positioning was s- sad
2: oh it was sad well, I am... like
0: you were sad on <laughs> on Wednesday.
2: i uh th- my positioning as a human being is just generally sad but uh today oh. i'm feeling very hopeful and i'm feeling very optimistic going into game three yes. against the hated utah jazz Sucker. the loathsome uh terrible utah jazz that deserve no love and the denver mean, nuggets ho-
0: hold on one second someone said avalanche play tomorrow Zipster we yep we covered that earlier tomorrow at 6 p.m. we'll be putting an event right so if you want to come watch it at the DMVR bar look out for social on that but eric good good vibes friday and you're feeling the good vibes
2: uh gvf baby let's do this yes absolutely like what's not to feel good about the nuggets have beaten the jazz this season four times they've lost one time the time they lost was the last time And um, it was a really weird game. Like the Nuggets sort of changed up their strategy. They went really heavy on Nikola Jokic in the block, which is not how they generally play their, how their offense flows. Nikola Jokic is always just sort of a facilitator and he's a generally unwilling scorer. He'll do it if he has to, but um, they seemed to decide that it was going to be Jokic versus Gobert heavily. And it just kind of mucked up, everybody else's potential and everybody else's offense like nobody else was really contributing Jamal Murray was super um tentative after coming off of such a hot game I was really confused to see that um he still scored that it was he was
0: he had arrived after I still believe that
2: I absolutely still believe that I just kind of think that um the way that they structured the offense sort of took the ball and took the moxie out of him early and then he sort of, after the game he was quoted as saying he felt uh, indecisive, mm-hmm. which is you know what not what you want out of no. your primary ball handler. So I expect there to be some um, adjustments made today. Mike Conley is coming back for the Jazz, but ironically, um, I think that's actually going to hurt the Jazz more than help them. Mm. Like, throughout the season, Mike Conley is actually, the the Jazz has played worse with Mike Conley in the lineup for whatever reason. Um, One reason, potentially, is that it's taking the ball out of Donovan Mitchell's hands. Yeah. um, And, you know, just sort of... Uh, because we've learned, if you didn't know already, like, Donovan Mitchell is a volume, volume scorer. Um, he puts up a lot of shots. He's been extremely efficient in the series, which is not really one of his hallmarks.
0: Yeah, game um, one, he had 57 points. Game two, he yeah. had 30 points.
2: Yes. Um, but typically, he, I mean... You know, when it came when the series started, I was like, "Well, you know, what what to expect is Donovan Mitchell will score at, at minimum thirty five points a game, but I expect the Jazz to lose by ten points every game." Um, that hasn't exactly been the case, but <laughs> um, we did win that first game by by ten points, and uh, the second game we did not win. But that you know, whatever that that was an aberration. Things happen. The Avalanche lost a game to the lowly Coyotes, so you know things happen in in playoff sports. Um, so, you know, people are kind of freaking out a little bit, just because we were just so, so, uh, man-handled. Sleepy. It just, it, I
0: mean, it looked, yeah, the fourth quarter was just,
2: uh, a- the, the nuggets, I mean, they, they really got punched in the mouth and they were just like, okay, that we'll accept. Thank you for that punch. We'll take that, and we'll just uh, go right back to the bench. So, but We're the Nuggets to are laid
1: down for the town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: But the Nuggets, if anything, nice. this season and in general, have proven that they are a resilient, gritty squad. Like they spent the entire season just like kind of gutting out wins, and no one was really happy with the way that it looked. It wasn't like super beautiful basketball, but they secured the number three seed in the Western Conference in a time where the Western Conference is as strong as it's ever been. Um, and so they're just a good team it's just you know like you just don't ever know what you're gonna get I mean obviously this um, this bubble experience is like obviously nothing we've ever seen you know we have this neutral court experience there's no obviously no concept of home court advantage Um, it's a lot like March Madness and we've seen like a lot of like really strange results happening like the Orlando Magic like bludgeoning the Milwaukee bucks in the first game. And then the Lakers getting beat by the Portland and then it, things are just sort of swinging back and forth. So I definitely, but, but we, that we heard the that it, uh,
0: the the Lakers Portland game was because LeBron James plays for the play uh, for the fans and there was <laughs> yeah. no fan.
2: Yeah. 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 Well, he LeBron, James, but it's funny, like <laughs> LeBron James didn't even have that great of a game this last game. It's just, it, it, it when it comes to the Lakers, it's really all Anthony Davis yeah. at this point. Like he had a really good game. So they rolled, um,
0: but, well, with you know, the Lakers on uh, in the conversation, how do you think that series is going to go now with Dame L- Damian Lillard out?
2: Oh, the the, Bla- the Blazers are cooked. They're, yeah. they're cooked. Like before, the, before we even started that series, I was. I mean, just looking at the way that the Blazers were winning out, winning these games, they were barely gutting out a bunch of wins against the memphis grizzlies and you know like just bottom tier teams and they were barely getting by but it was like really inspiring because blah 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 blah, but they don't have any defense in they have no interior defense the lakers are make their bones off of having big seven foot guys that can just go yam it in the paint so um, it's so
0: funny it, after last series uh, after last year's playoffs I just am not a big fan of Portland or their team, and our oh. guys are here betting on Portland, obviously on DraftKings Sportsbook. Of um, Because you don't bet on the Lakers, and I'm just like, ah! <laughs> but, ah, uh, the, the trailblazers are so annoying.
2: Yeah, no, there's no... <laughs> it, it, it's... Um, gambling on games and being principled about the <laughs> games that you're betting on are Can't. incompatible. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> there's no extra bonus for just for you know fading a team that you hate. So um, but so that that series is that I mean that that's going to be over soon. But so this but this series with the Nuggets I mean it's this is going to be a a a hard fought series for sure. I mean last year when the Nuggets went up against the um, the Spurs, they lost two of the first three games and they won the series, the Nuggets yep. did. So, it, I don't know. It's just the What's emotional rollercoaster. What's
0: expectation? Do you think we're going to go all the way to a game seven or do you think the Nuggets can finish this off in five or are you going to have a clearer picture after today's game at two o'clock?
2: I mean, the, the t- it's, it's so hard to even make a prediction because of the fact that of... When you look at playoff series in general, you factor in the home court advantage. And so you sort of just chalk up two wins for each team, um, just knowing that, you know, it's really difficult to win in the other team's gym. So, I, I mean, I have no idea. Like, the Nuggets could absolutely come out and just smack them like they did this season. And it could be over in five. Um, it could easily go to seven games. The Jazz could win. I mean, really, anything's on the table at this point. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's, – it's such an unprecedented year that you can't really draw from your, you know, past experience of watching basketball.
0: Yeah. All right. My last question for you, Eric, before you have to head out is – the Nuggets are still without Gary Harris and Will Barton, and now it's being reported that Will Barton has left the bubbles and yes. gone home. What exactly is going on with that?
2: Well, I mean, Will Barton, obviously, he said his knee wasn't responding to rehab the way he wanted it to in the bubble. He wasn't getting any better. So um, at a certain point, like, what is he doing there? You might as well go and yeah. try and try and uh, get it. To where, you know, get it uh, healed up outside and, um, you know, have more access to his own trainers or whatever. But, you know, you can take that and and look at that and say, like, okay, well, Gary Harris has not left. So that gives you a feeling like he probably will come back at a certain point. Gary's dealing with a hip and and Will was dealing with a knee. So, um, you know, a little bit different there. But it, it seems to me like Gary Harris will make a return at some point. You know, of course, if the Nuggets stay in long enough.
0: All right, well, game three is today at 2 p.m. The DMVR oh, watch party is sold out, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but because of that, don't forget to check out our event calendar on the DMVR.com to RSVP early for all of our events. Like I said, we're making an event bright for that ABS game tomorrow as soon as possible. Michaela's doing it right now, um, so definitely don't on, forget then, to Michaela. RSVP for that. We also have um, a few more spots left for game four on sunday at 7 p.m um but if you need a place to watch in this place um you come over here and it's sold out definitely check out our friends over at Lake street tavern um they have an awesome outdoor setup as well no, no doubt
2: and and if i may um keep an eye keep an eye out in this next coming week we did two shirt drops this last week we're going to do two more this Ooh. next week potentially three.
0: Um, oh.
2: So it's go time, baby. More it's,
0: shirts. Look at that. Eric it's is on just and it's popping. Blessing the world with some more shirts. I
2: get tired of people yelling at me to make shirts. So I just sat down. And I made a whole bunch of GD shirts. <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: you were getting yelled at for I, I get
2: yelled shirt. at all the time. If anything comes up and somebody's like a funny phrase gets on TV or something and my mm-hmm. mentions just blow up. They're like, where's the shirt? Where's the shirt? I'm like, I don't know. You make the shirt. I don't want to make the shirt. <laughs> just yeah. like this
0: one right here. Where are (laughs) are the (laughs)
3: shorts? Where are the denim (laughs) daddy shirts? We don't even do shirts anymore. I know. We
2: are not making shorts.
0: You can make your own shorts. (laughs)
2: Everybody, probably everyone, has heard me say this, but I really have created a uh, reality for myself where people just scream at me to do work. It's people that I've never met just yell at me to do work all the time. It's amazing. Uh,
0: <laughs> like the them. denim daddy mafia that yeah, really yeah, wants yeah. their denim daddy <laughs> shirt. Yeah.
2: yeah, which I, I, I oh in good God. conscience, cannot make. You can. You're going to be waiting forever <laughs> yes. for a denim daddy shirt.
0: <laughs> it's too niche. Like literally, people will see that on DNVR locker and be like, "What the hell." is yeah. this and like... i'm not making
2: jorts either i made the most the most 90s ass shirt i could possibly make i put a random squiggle in there there's a wayward triangle i put three different fonts in. <laughs> like i thought of oh. e- tried to make every possible 90s thing i could think of I, that font up top is like used in the show friends i mean like what do you want from me so though <laughs> that is that's the t-shirt version of jorts that
4: oh shirt. friends i was <laughs> thinking I was thinking it was the magazine cutout letters you see in ransom letters. Well, the
2: "carry me home" kind of is, but the "turn the lights <laughs> off" uh, is it? That's like an exquisitely '90s font. So, um, you know, get off me. No, I'm not making George. No one say the word George to me ever again. <laughs>
0: Michael said, you know, on our last show, Michael came uh, wrote in the comments like, "I talked to Eric." the jorts are in the <laughs> making like it's going to happen.
2: And I was like, I don't think so. No jorts. We're going jortless here at the GDD And by jortless. the way, uh, the problem with jorts is just the word jort. Like no. it, <laughs> otherwise, they're just jean. They're just shorts that are denim. They're just everybody wears shorts all the time. Would be easily would wear denim shorts, but oh. unfortunately, the word jorts exists. So now they can belt never happen buckle. again. Yes, no. you gotta Maybe get the big, the big belt buckle the, that's in the shape of Texas. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a '90s thing would be to wear jorts with a braided belt.
0: Oh no! then, oh, then did you, like, Eric? Did you do that? Right. Is that why you know about oh. it?
2: I, I, do I have to remind you that I'm 100 years old? Yes, of course I do. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, what, 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 am I going to buck the entire culture of the USA at that point in time? Like, No, I went along with it. I had jorts. I had a braided belt. Things were good. And I heard you, Allie, think that jorts needed to be cut off. Not I the case. That, those, are lit- those are called cutoffs.
0: Okay, yeah. my apology. <laughs> I call it, jean dude. shorts that I wear jean shorts. Jorts, yeah. I always thought were specifically no. the ones that you cut off and no. turn into.
2: Now, no. the word jorts. Anyways, was the this is the Denver sports
0: <laughs> podcast, so we should probably move on to some more Denver sports.
3: Well, we're not allowed to talk oh, about on. jorts. Isn't a sport. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Denver Jorts Podcast.
0: All right, Eric. Thank you for All hopping on. He will. Let's be go at-
2: Nuggets. Let's go.
0: Eric will be at the bar later today, so if you're here, you got tickets, definitely come say hello to him. Um, uh, Okay, AJ, you just waited until he left. Look, he's shaking his head back here.
2: You suck, AJ. Uh,
0: (laughs) And he he leaves like
2: that.
4: People who are wrong a lot feel that way. Uh, um, oh, see here!
0: please stop giving AJ ideas. I don't need this in my life. <laughs> oh, Straight see, up. I'm on your side. I don't Look. want any of it.
4: She's going to be so upset when she shows up and I already have that belt buckle.
0: <laughs> no.
4: Oh, no.
0: Oh, goodness gracious. I love how this show just turned into half fashion. Half a fashion oh. podcast. Fashion show at fashion. lunch.
4: It is noon.
0: <laughs> it is Straight All right, up. I know AJ said. I guess well, well, first, first, Av's <laughs> got us smiling. Hopefully the Nuggets, the Nuggets will also do the same today. And if you aren't the biggest fan of your smile right now, head over to Green Mountain Dental Group, and they'll take care of it for you. When you schedule a cleaning, X-ray, and exam, you'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush. That's right, a free Sonicare toothbrush. All you got to do when you schedule cleaning, um, X-ray, and exam. Besides that, Awesome Perk Green Mountain Dental Group is family-owned and honestly one of the best dentists in Colorado. Our sales director, Lindsay, got her wisdom teeth removed a few weeks ago, and she said it was the best dentist experience she has ever had in her life. I will also be going to Green Mountain Dental to get my wisdom teeth removed. We've been a little busy since sports came back, so I don't know when I have time to allow my face to be a chipmunk as I am on camera a lot, but I soon will be going to Green Mountain Dental Group to get my wisdom teeth removed after the awesome review Lindsay gave us. Plus, they're all Denver sports fans, and supporting them helps us here at DNVR. Don't forget to schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group, and you will receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. AJ, you said no Rockies talk, but we're talking Rockies.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) What was that laugh?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I just Denver fashion fun.
0: tips and makeup was fun. Yes, because you had fun. Because the Rockies dropped every game against the Astros in this four-game set. Drew, what the heck is going on?
3: Baseball's weird, dumb game. And <laughs> it was a weird, dumb series. And there's really not much to be made from it. There, there were a couple of random individual things that just – you know, one of them was they lost a game in extras on that. There's the new rule that the first game they've played in extras, all of that was bizarre. The Weird. first game was a yeah. joke from an umpire who shouldn't be in the league. Uh, Ooh, the, uh,
0: that the third means game something was, coming from you.
3: No, I mean, Get that's him. just I, I had written that in the offseason for reasons far beyond him having a, an absolute terrible reputation and just on the field as an umpire. And then he purposely tried to get into a fight with Kyle Freeland. And then he purposefully called pitches improperly out of retribution. And it was ridiculous. But third Look, game, that's how a pro action. handles
4: his business. <laughs> I
3: mean, just uh, really, that guy shouldn't be allowed on an MLB diamond. And it's kind of absurd that Major League Baseball never addressed the fact that on Twitter he threatened to shoot people doesn't exactly have the best temperament and judgment does wrong.
0: i i hadn't heard about that so i bet a few of our listeners hadn't either ah, but
3: yes was the thing that happened i did write about it on the dnvr.com so nice well i'm gonna have to uh, go search
0: for that because that's wow okay
3: yeah that got swallowed up a little bit in the week of news that also included the Houston Astros assistant GM getting fired because he mm. made misogynistic remarks at one of the oh, best I baseball reporters one. in the world. And then about three days later, it was found out that they have been cheating for years. So like stuff kind of got swallowed up. The fact that Rob Drake's threatening to shoot people he politically disagrees with got kind of swallowed up and Major League Baseball hasn't accounted for that. And he was way too much of a factor in the series, which is too bad. But the Rockets also did get... Uh, thoroughly outplayed by the Astros and started making mistakes that they haven't been making for most of the season. The biggest one coming yesterday when Jarmen Marquez just gave up, which is, I I was quite frankly appalled. Um, He just gave in and lost a game for the Rockies by himself. And you can't do that. If you're going to be the ace of a staff, Um, he, he gave up 10 runs, out of frustration, out of mental, like, he had his stuff. And he, he also struck out, like, eight guys or something like that. Like, he he beat himself and uh, and allowed the Rockies. So, ultimately, I guess what I'm trying to say is the Rockies are in a really bad spot right now. It's obviously been a terrible stretch. But most of what's been bothering them, especially over this series with the Astros. I don't think it's sustainable. Is it bad? Yes. Does it need to be fixed? Yeah. Yes. But I don't think Nolan Arenado is going to hit 225 okay. for the year. I don't think our man Marquez is going to give up 10 runs a game again. Um, you know, I don't think the Rockies are going to have too many games this season where both starters pitch eight innings, sh- three hit shutouts, and then the game goes to extras and is decided on a kind of a random coin flip of which ball happened to fall into the outfield or not. Most of those things just aren't sustainable. The Rockies are. Yeah. Uh, you know, we also have to remember, too, that this isn't the normal postseason. I see a lot of people going, dude, the the Dodgers are running away with the division. Look, I know we fought before the season because it's, yeah, 60 games that maybe all kinds of crazy things can happen. But the chances the Rockies were going to take the division from the Dodgers was always... Remarkably low. The interesting thing about this year, though, is that matters way less than it used to. Because in the past, in any other year, if you don't win your division, then the best you can do is be a wild card team, which means that you've got an absolute uphill battle to climb just to get to face off against the number one team in the National League, the Dodgers, uh, if you get that far. Um, In this case, it's like an NBA season we've got a 16 team playoff, and the Rockies are the five seed or Sort of between the four and five seat, which those two teams play each other, so whatever. Um, now that you they've noted, Drew, stabilize. that the
0: bats were on, they, they weren't bad yesterday. They scored eight runs,
3: finally came alive yesterday, totally. Um, you know, Tapia's has finally gotten it going. I, I, you know, uh, Ryan McMahon's gotten out of the strikeout slump, and he's been in two huge home runs, uh, the other day. Again, yeah, I don't think as they were this last week. Not because the Rockies don't have, you know, a, basically a league average offense. They do, and it's, and it's bolstered a lot of times by their superstars. But that's exactly what they've been missing. Charlie Blackman fell off a cliff after the hot start, which was, yeah. you, you expected him to cool down quiet there. And Nolan Arenado hasn't, you know, in any way uh, bolstered that half of it. And so I just, I think Nolan, I don't think that's a, you know, an outlandish claim to make. And because of that, uh, I think the Rockies will be fine. It'll just be interesting to see how the season, you know, how much time is left. Better their playoff seating, because that's really what you're talking about here. As long as you're a 500 team, you're, you're comfortably in the playoffs and then it's all you getting matched up against.
0: Yeah. Um, If they continue the streak and lose against the Dodgers in this next series, is it time to worry Drew, we can't hear you. I, I mean, think you're frozen. I mean it's probably
3: already time to worry.
0: Oh no. You're getting a bit disconnected. Yeah, AJ, you time. were shaking your head. Dre, do you what do you guys think?
4: I think it's time to worry now.
0: Now? Yeah, before, mean, even before the Dodgers series.
4: Yeah. I mean it's you just don't have time in this baseball season. You don't have time for slumps like this.
3: Yeah.
4: And that's I mean, that's really it. Um like the Dodgers are running away with it, and hey, when they were when they were dead even with the Dodgers, you were playing with house money. You knew it wasn't going to oh. keep up, and you were feeling like, hey, they. The longer this goes on, the better they have a chance to run away from second place, which is what they need to get into the postseason. Uh, now that the Dodgers have basically separated themselves significantly from them, uh, now they're they've given up all the cushion that they built uh they've given all of it back like they're they're behind san diego and they're you know now they're now they're dealing with san diego and arizona both uh because they've they've fallen apart and like the the big the big gap that they built up early on in the year is totally gone it's time to worry now they've got to figure it out now there's no more we'll get through this you know we can have a we can have a rough week and we'll get it back next week like the good thing is, is that they lost all these games to teams that aren't in their division. Yep. You know, like their they every loss wasn't uh it wasn't yeah. a, a you know, it, it didn't hurt the same way losing to San Diego head to head will hurt. Yeah. So, you know, they have a, a lot of division games left, and that's probably the blessing in disguise here, is that hey, they decided to be bad during a soft part of their schedule where they were playing teams that don't it doesn't hurt them to lose uh directly and outside of just losing the game it, it doesn't it's not helping uh one of their direct competitors and in, in 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 the way that it does when they lose to like a san diego or an arizona head-to-head
0: drew what do you think
3: i mean i generally agree that you there should be plenty of worry now already definitely um but i i don't like I see what AJ is saying about how, you know, they've erased their early cushion, but in a season this short, it's like they don't have to give back from that 11 and 3 start. Like all of the count, and the fact that both the Padres and the Diamondbacks have shown that they can get cold and go into those stretches too, and I think that they both will. I think the divisional thing is the most important thing, as AJ pointed out. Like the Rockies got cold at the right time if they're going to get hot again. And yeah. If they come yeah. out – again, I, I, I think it, it has to be – and it's tougher in a 60-game season, but in baseball, to me, it's it's almost always more about the process than the results. until you're getting down to, you know, you're five games out with ten games to play or whatever. It's like then, yeah. then your process don't matter that much. But they just need to play good baseball consistently, and wins will start to come. They need to have their starting pitching do well, and they can't have any more – of these blips because offensive slumps happen. They'll happen to other teams and they'll get cold too. But yeah, I mean, so if they go out and only win one game in LA, you know, I think some people will be ready to burn the whole thing down. And depending on how they play, I I think it could be a very positive sign.
1: Yeah. The Rockies kind of feel like one of those raw prospects who you look at and you say, Man, they've got all the tools to turn this around. You know, everything that they're missing is coachable and can be developed. Like, we know we have the bats to, to find some rhythm and be an offensive juggernaut. You know that the, the bullpen, you know, it'll have its ups and downs. It'll, but it'll more or less be, find kind of a standard of reliability. Oh. You can rely on these starters, but everything else uh, This
0: comment hurt. <laughs> they feel like the Rockies feel like the Buffs. Uh, it's just,
4: it's just <laughs> no, <pain>. they don't. <laughs> the Buffs are I way way more incompetent than that.
0: AJ, well, I,
1: I guess this. Uh, I was thinking about that It's Good
0: Vibes too. Friday.
1: But you got to think like the last two it's years honest they were it's Friday. They were ranked in the twenties and started the year four and O or four and one. So I guess it does kind of feel like the Buffs. Good point. Good good analogy. Good analogy. I okay. buy it.
0: Anyways moving on to the broncos uh well yeah the rockies take on the uh dodgers starting tonight 6:40 right drew the
3: uh yeah i think that's right and again just pitch good that's if, if pitch they good. pitch well just just mm-hmm. do that and good things are going to happen for this team uh because nolan Arenado will not hit 225 this year take the over on your draftkings sportsbook app
0: all right. Well, transitioning into the Broncos, I found that Breck Brew beer I was talking about. Look at that can! Oh,
4: no way! Yeah, right, that's, that's awesome. Holy Isn't cow! That's so insane. cool.
0: Broncos Country Hop Hoppy Pale Ale.
4: I like the wow. can. I yeah. know.
0: I will. We'll have to taste the beer, but I do love everything I've had from Breck Brew, pretty much. Um, so yeah. It's an awesome can. As soon as we know where we can buy them, where we can find them, we'll let you know. Uh, It might even be just like cool to have a collection of of or one of those cans, as some people used to collect um, beer cans and all that good stuff.
1: That Um, can makes me want that same logo and design in a barrel and wear it as the Barrelman <laughs> 2.0 and pick up the barrel man's legacy i mean i think we Th- need it in denver know. and if i can get that design i will i will step up and do it you
0: how about
1: to, to our city right now
0: how would your daughter feel about that
1: yeah i mean more than proud. her it's uh, <laughs> she would be proud i mean gosh talk about a, a legacy that will carry on for uh, for generations but uh, it's more oh, yeah. my wife that i fear um, <laughs>
0: Huh. that i fear is okay, the key word in that. giving
1: up my sundays to pick up the barrel man's legacy that's uh that's a tough sell even for for my argumentative skills that's a tough sell what aj no i'm good
0: you <laughs> about to i'm say
1: good something. i'll tap out i i thank you aj i think that's okay.
4: cool. i'm on i'm on andre's side i am also afraid of his wife <laughs> yeah.
0: I love Kate. Rightfully
4: uh, so. Yeah, no, she's she's awesome. But getting on that bad side, mm, mm. I wouldn't want to like do it either.
0: I feel like that's how mm-hmm. most people feel about their their wives. Yeah, um, that's why
4: you get one. is so that you can have someone that you're constantly afraid of that keeps you in line,
0: keeps you in check. Um, all right. Well, Broncos are in day seven of training camp that happened today. The Broncos guys, our DMVR Broncos guys, recorded a show um, earlier today around 12 live and the podcast. So definitely go check that out for more of an in-depth analysis on what happened at practice today. But, Dre, we do have seven days of practice. <laughs> Jerry, Judy has definitely – what, AJ? we got to talk about the Broncos as well. No,
4: no. You said, you said seven days and made me think of that movie, The Ring. You know where you put in the vi- the videotape into the VCR and it plays and it's just the ring and it's like, in seven days you will die or whatever. Oh, that, was, that was all it made me think of because you were like, True. it's been seven days and I just it made me think of that. That's all. <laughs> I wasn't I actually bet. hating on anything. I was going to say, these Broncos are, are the last album. topic
0: of this podcast because it is just practice. Like we said earlier, but we do have to talk about them as Jerry, Judy, drew lock, Cortland Sutton. We've had a few guys really stand out. Vaughn Miller was one of the guys that, um, the base stood out and so did Ryan saying that he was yep. playing really well. What are your takes on Broncos training camp? Dre?
1: Yeah, I think you highlighted the real, um, the real headliners is that this rookie class is starting to look as advertised uh, Ryan put it as slant city from his, uh, yep. report from practice yesterday, which, uh, Really brings joy to my heart. Of course, a little bit of sadness in that KJ I'm Hamler, embraced. the second rounder, has a hamstring injury. Is listed as a you know two weeks out. But as a, Ryan and I were talking off air prior to coming on, you know, w- with speedsters with four three forty type guys, you want to really be careful with the hamstring. Yeah. Um, so that gives us a little pause. Todd Davis also seemed to catch the injury bug. Doesn't seem to be long term, but that's going to give rookie Justin Sturnot a lot of playing time in the middle of that defense. Um, And, you know, I know Todd Davis isn't one of the fan favorite by any means, but he is the quarterback of that defense. I think he did. He was a key in bringing Alexander Johnson along uh, last year. So him being healthy for Vic Fangio's defense, I do think is key. Um, It's encouraging to see guys like Lloyd Cushenberry, the rookie center, uh, playing well. And um, as you mentioned, Von Miller playing very well. That's great. Um, we kind of expected Vaughn to be in a bit of a beast mode this year and really take over. Uh, the flip side of that is um, as uh, DeMar Dodson, the new right tackle is still coming along and getting fit for practice. Uh, having Elijah Wilkinson at right tackle going against Vaughn Miller has made, basically made um, practices unpracticable for the Broncos offense because they cannot guard their star edge rusher. So that's not what you love to hear, but at least they have a solution there to try and kind of figure that out. Um, but for the most sign, encouraging signs, you know, uh Drew Locke had his interceptions early, but that's what mm-hmm. you want. Uh get those out in practice, be aggressive. Seems like he's progressing nicely with his new weapon. So And some of those
0: interceptions happened when he when Jerry Judy wasn't playing with the ones.
1: There you go. Yep.
0: Which is ridiculous. We talked about that last pod.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. But um uh, Michael asked the same question i have i know bradley chubb is playing a little bit not too much do we do you have any updates on him how do you think he's played no you haven't personally been out there but any highlights you've seen
1: yeah it doesn't sound like he's popped too much but hey uh, it's seven days in bringing him along you know those uh mcl acl recoveries can take a little longer you want to the the real thing is not reaggravating anything, bringing it along slowly and being stabilized. So, I wouldn't be too concerned.
0: Um, and then we they talked about it on the DNVR Broncos live, but hearing really not hearing much about Garrett Bowles, which is a good sign. as he's not standing out in a negative way. He actually addressed comments yesterday about being booed in a very very mature way, saying that he understands that this fan base expects a lot from his players and the play that he had wasn't what they expected and wasn't good. So he's done everything he could this offseason to improve on that. What, AJ? It's good comment. Like, it's mature. Last season, we really didn't see Garrett Bowles being mature. He was blaming the refs. He was blaming coaches. And that type of response compared to what we're used to was a good sign to see.
4: Yeah, I uh, I remember when he was drafted and he was already, what, 25 years old? So it's nice to know that now that he's pushing 30, he's decided to grow up.
0: Okay, well.
4: I mean, better late than never. If he ends up, better late if, than as, never. as long as it translates into him, stop holding dudes and him to grade out as at least league average, I'm happy.
0: And, like, and I know, talk hey. is cheap. You got to show it with your action. Yeah, but exactly.
4: Least- we're in. We're going into year five. I don't really care what he has to say. It's about him going out and doing his damn job for the first time in his career.
0: I agree, but at least we're seeing some sort of progression into the right side of things because it really wasn't that way last year. He was constantly blaming refs, saying that he wasn't holding, and when it was very obvious that he was. So at least we'll see we're what happens something. when he gets
4: into game action and he gets called True. for that first holding and. He, he'll he'll either be like mind. he'll either be like oh my bad or he'll be like Brah, rah, 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 and we're like oh hey great we're back to this so hopefully I mean hopefully he figures it out that's all we've ever wanted was for it's him true. to stop being bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's <laughs> it. It's rejected eighties not, not, pop songs. It's all not personal.
0: Dre, like, what do you think you're Garrett cutting off? Of it? To
3: stop holding. Stop holding me, Bowles. It's all we ever wanted.
0: Okay, Drew. freaking me out a little
3: bit. (laughs) I'm going to start taking everything AJ says in the heat of the moment and turning them into songs. I think that's going to be my new thing.
4: In the heat of the moment?
3: In the heat of the moment. It's all I've ever wanted to Garrett Bowles to stop holding. Stop holding me, Garrett Bowles. It just sounded very much like an 80s pop song. I was enjoying it. I don't want Oh, Garrett look at that. People. Michael,
0: Michael <laughs> is joining in on writing your lyrics. Um See? Drew. He also asked how has the dynamic looked between Gordon and Lindsay? From what I've heard from um the Broncos, guys, good. Uh Lindsay definitely, Philip Lindsay is just a dog as he was as he was in CU very unsurprising, but he is constantly like overworking trying to trying to prove themselves. So for more on that dynamic, I would definitely check out the DMBR.com for all of uh all of our guys' takeaways from day one through seven. Dre, you're back.
1: <laughs> I'm back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Encouraging signs from Garrett Bowles. but you know, uh, he has to do it in games. Uh, offensive offensive tackles kind of like playing goalie in the NHL or being a pitcher in the MLB no one's going to praise you for the 28 saves you had or the nope. 98 pitches you threw that didn't result in contact. Everyone's going to dwell on the two you let in goal or the five hits you allowed. It's It's, true. A, it's a tough life, man, but everyone's going to dwell on that one sack, that one strip sack, that one fumble, that one holding or false start penalty, um, and he's got to eliminate that. It's not easy asking Asking someone to be perfect twenty four seven against other elite professional athletes is basically an impossible request, but that's what we're doing with offensive tackles. And that's kind of the standard Bulls has to be at. So yes, encouraged in practice has to happen in games, though, right?
0: I mean, especially when you when the Broncos franchise feels like they found their franchise quarterback, knock on wood. If if Garrett causes something that makes Drew Locke get hurt, like yep. it it's really he's really going to have to prove it out on the field.
1: hundred percent huge year, but you know, always best to bet on a player in a contract year than in any other season. So that's the situation with Garrett that has to have you encouraged. Fifth time's the charm. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You know, sometimes it takes longer for people.
1: (laughs) Everyone breaks out in their late twenties, right? AJ. Isn't that what we know? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, was That
3: happens in baseball so. all the time, I was going to say. I <laughs> I would, say. I Michael. I, I'm just now starting to kind of – at 33, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like. exactly.
1: Is that what we're doing with Brendan so Rodgers? We're waiting cool. five more years? No. Oh, God. Yeah.
0: Okay. I Last pod, I did say no, that I was fine. going to read any five-star rating that we got on um iTunes. So oh, we've no. got Utes av in here in the comments and he actually you fan for life left a uh five-star review on the denver sports podcast on itunes saying you guys are the best sports pod in the west love you guys go abs go Utes. abs fan and he wrote on here abs over all other denver sports teams but you're a dmr member and you listen to us even if we're talking about all other other denver sports so we appreciate you no matter what thank you for the five-star review rating um late 20s is where it's popping says uh rudo in the dmvr or was that you aj it was not me so rudo rudo's watching i'm not that i am not watching our
4: my own podcast and then commenting on it at the same time i don't know I maybe maybe i, I interrupted
0: you maybe i interrupted <laughs> you and you really wanted to get a point across
1: oh Dope. man i should have done that while i was frozen <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have worked. That's what Drew tried to do. And oh, and someone brought it up, the Walmart parking yeah. lot, Wi-Fi. <laughs> Drew uh, was like, I, yes. I have no Wi-Fi, but I'm uh, here in spirit. Um, <laughs> But all right, we'll busy day here Walmart at the DNVR bar. Oh, yeah. So we are going to log off. Thank you for everyone watching. Thank you for everyone listening. Like I said, don't forget to give us a five-star rating if you enjoy this podcast. Um, and come down to the DMVR bar, read our stuff, subscribe, do it all. We really appreciate you guys, and we will see you next week. If it plays, is it playing?
3: Is it not? I don't know. <laughs>